stay the course no matter what. We're to keep the faith and believe him, not by feelings, but by what? By simply trusting him, not by sight. Then notice what he said. He says, I've kept the faith. I've finished the course. No matter what happens, Paul said, not giving up, not quitting, no matter what. Then he said, I'm looking for this reward. Notice how he said it. He said, in the future, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. Now, watch, watch this. This includes you, and not only to me, but also to all who love his appearing. Here's what he says. For all of us who are believers, the righteous judge has laid up. Now, that word laid up means safety to the point that nothing can take it away. So he's simply saying to all of us who love him, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, he says, there is laid up for us in heaven this treasure, this reward, this crown of righteousness which no one can take away from us. You know what that means? Absent from the body, present with the Lord, rewards. So why should you be afraid? Somebody says, well, what about all that sin I've committed? What about all those things in my life that have not been right? Well, he's going to reward us on the basis of the life that we've lived, the things that we have done that have been honorable and acceptable in his sight, and on the basis of the truth that you and I have known. And so every believer is going to be rewarded something. And so this is why people are so blind. They don't have any idea. In other words, their idea is one of these days I'm going to die. No. As a believer, we're going to be rewarded for the life that we live. And if you've lived a life that's selfish and materialistic and all the rest, your rewards are going to be few. And if you end well, doing what? Even to the last days of your life, giving yourself away? Ready. Prepared. Trusting. Hold to the course that God has given you. Trusting Him through it all, no matter what. And coming to these last times and, and with absolute assurance that God has a reward for you. Think about how do you end well? You end well, as he says in this passage, by what? You end well by giving yourself away totally, the last days of your life, serving Him. You end well by being ready. Have, listen, living a life that's so surrendered, a life of sacrifice to Him that no matter what happens, we're His. We're in His arms. He's protecting and watching over us. A life in which you could say, listen, fought a good fight, finished the course, and I've kept the faith. And a life, what? Anticipating the reward that God has for us. So what are you going to do about your life? You're going to finish one way or the other. Will you finish serving Him? Will you finish with confidence and assurance that you're heaven-bound? Will you be able to say, kept the faith, finished the course, ready, didn't give up, didn't quit all the times I tempted to quit, tempted to give up? But as best I know my heart, I've tried to live an obedient life before the Father. Will you be able to say that? Then you have no reason to fear death. Because you see, you're living ready. And God is waiting to give you His reward. 
Thanks for listening to In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. If you're a believer, you have no reason to fear death. You have a home waiting for you in heaven. And the heavenly rewards you'll receive will be based on the Lord's evaluation of your service to Him, done in His name by the power of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you're not sure you're ready to face God at the end of your life. You can be. Stop by InTouch.org to learn more about the assurance you can have through faith in Jesus Christ. To listen again, click on Today on Radio at InTouch.org. If you'd like to order a copy of today's complete message, How to End Well, open our online bookstore. Again, that's InTouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. If you prefer to write, our address is In Touch. Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia, 30357. Is God trying to pry your hands loose from something you're holding too tightly? Hear how you can let it go just ahead in today's Moment with Charles Stanley. In our spiritual journey, we often have questions. How do I know God's will for my life? Does God hear my prayers? Why do bad things happen? The answers are found in the Word of God. But how do we know where to start? The free In Touch devotional can help point you in the right direction with biblically-based content from Dr. Charles Stanley. You'll gain insight and wisdom through daily devotions, Bible studies, and more. The In Touch devotional, delivered monthly to your mailbox. Subscribe for free at intouch.org daily. Trusting God each day can be a challenge, but working to grow that trust brings greater joy and peace than we could ever find on our own. In Trusting God with Today, the 365-day devotional from the teachings of Dr. Charles Stanley, we are encouraged to believe in God's love and rest in His purpose for us. Available now at intouch.org today. You're listening to In Touch. Anything we cling to other than Jesus will ultimately disappoint. With Insight for Believers, here's A Moment with Charles Stanley. When God asks you to lay something aside, believe me, He has something better suited for you than what you've been holding on to. Now, you say, well, I know that God is really working on me to lay this down, and I'm having a very difficult time doing it. Well, let me just mention something to you that may be a little painful. If necessary, he will start prying loose what you have such a grip on. How does he pry it loose? Pain, suffering, heartache, disappointment, discouragement, you name it. You see, God's goal is that he has the best for you. And in order for him to have the best for us, and for us to enjoy that, there's some things in our life we have to surrender because, listen, all of us in life want this or want that or we think that's best or we begin to hold on to things. So what does he do? Because he loves us, first I think he makes a request, lay it down. And when we rebel against that or begin to try to explain it away and defend ourselves, he begins the prying process. And I can tell you that when he starts prying, you start feeling, and before long you're going to start crying. He's going to put the pain on you. And so when he sees the sinful results of something in our life that we have, something that's become God in our life, he's coming after it. It's like a bullseye to God. And so when he begins to pry things loose, lay it down. And remember this also. Not only will he take away those things that we grasp too tightly, 
but remember this carefully. Whatever you and I reach for, too soon, ahead of time, and take for ourselves, will crumble in our hands like ashes. We'll lose it. You and I can for sure trust him and his decisions. What he takes away, he's got something better. Don't make him pride out of your life. It'll just be a painful experience that you could avoid. And my prayer for you is that you and I, all of us, would live lives that are being totally surrendered. And you see, that's not a one-time issue in life. I have to surrender this. Tomorrow I may have to surrender that. A month from now I may have to surrender this. And so we lay in these things down and God is always coming back with something far better. Find encouragement to believe that our omniscient God really does know what's best at InTouch.org. And if you gained new insight from today's program that helps you grow in your faith, please tell us about it. Next week on InTouch, the unknown can be scary, but those whose trust is in Jesus don't have to live in distress. On Monday, we'll kick off 2024 with a lesson on facing fear with courage on InTouch the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Hi, welcome to Breakpoint. I'm John Stone Street. During this Christmas week, we're going to take a look back at some of the most important Breakpoint commentaries of the past year. St. Augustine famously observed that the human heart is restless until its rest is found in God. That applies not only to individuals, but to cultures, even entire generations. Practically speaking, this restlessness can take many forms, including an unprecedented mental health crisis. A recent and much talked about report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention describes precisely this. As a CDC spokeswoman bluntly stated, quote, young people, especially young women, are in crisis. An article in the New York Times summarized, quote, Nearly three in five teenage girls felt persistent sadness in 2021. One in three girls seriously considered attempting suicide. Jonathan Haidt painted an even starker picture, quote, We're now 11 years into the largest epidemic of adolescent mental illness ever recorded. And the timing of this unprecedented outbreak of anxiety, depression, and other mental health problems corresponds suspiciously to the rise of smartphones and social media apps. This technology led to a culture-wide exchange of what he calls a play-based childhood for what he calls a screen-based childhood. That exchange likely helped create a generation with fragile psyches unable to deal with life's challenges. And one of the reasons that teen girls are especially hard hit in this crisis is that they spend more time on social media platforms and on websites that create social and body anxiety. Using the same set of data, political scientist and pastor Ryan Burge suggests that religious commitment is also another important factor. Those who rarely or never attend religious services suffer worse mental health than those who attend regularly or weekly. Altogether, and controlling for things like economics and education, Americans under 25 are just doing very badly when it comes to their mental health. On the other hand, the apparent insulating effect of religious faith and conservative philosophy is a fascinating aspect of this whole thing. Highly religious people are, in fact, more likely than their secular peers to describe themselves as, quote, very happy. One explanation for this is the proven positive social impact of religious belonging. Still, it's worth considering whether these social benefits of religious commitment have something to do with the belief itself. Does an act of faith in God reduce the impact of mental health crisis on young people? Does a lack of religious faith leave others more vulnerable to it? St. Augustine would say yes. 
Despite his lack of familiarity with Gen Z, he'd speak of their restless hearts, seeking in politics, gender identity, and self-expression what can only be found in a relationship with our Maker. In the face of Gen Z's mental health crisis, it is the gospel, not gloom, that should motivate and inform us. Well, God has indeed made us for Himself. The kind of postmodern individualism that Gen Z was raised with will never be able to deliver on the promises made. This mental health crisis is at root a spiritual crisis, and we have the opportunity to introduce this generation of restless hearts to the one, the only one, able to deliver on His promises to bring rest to their souls. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with Breakpoint. Today's Breakpoint was co-authored by Shane Morris. And for more resources that live like a Christian in this cultural moment, go to colsoncenter.org. Hi, this is John Stone Street, host of Breakpoint. There's just a few days left to help us finish the year on strong financial footing as we look forward to 2024. If the Colson Center and Breakpoint has equipped you with the clarity, confidence, and courage you need this year to live out your faith, please consider partnering with us by making a year-end gift. We're so thankful for our ministry partners and how God uses them to enable the work of the Colson Center. To make a gift before December 31st, go to colsoncenter.org slash December. That's colsoncenter.org slash December.